Man, uh, what a comeback. Late third period with a goal to tie it and OT that quickly ended. And Michigan, the one seed uh, in Penn State territory, basically a home game for the Nittany Lions in Hockey Valley. They go home and Michigan moves on to the Frozen Four in Tampa. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com uh, joins us. And I know we talk a lot about Michigan football and you go through uh, the great basketball seasons they've had. But the greatest program with consistency of getting to Final Fours and being on the national championship stage would be Michigan hockey if you look inside the numbers. Oh, there's no question about it. Yeah, 27 Frozen Four appearances now. That's the most all-time and uh, with a chance to win the national championship. And Brandon Naredo, Michigan's interim head coach, is doing a fantastic job with this team. He's the, just the second-ever Michigan head coach to take a team to the Frozen Four in his first season, joining his predecessor, Mel Pearson, in, in 2018. So they're keeping this thing rolling here. They got all sorts of talent. It's a young team, like last year when they lost in the Frozen Four, but uh, it, you know, it has the makings of a team that could win the championship this weekend. If you look at Minnesota, the top overall seed, Michigan just beat them. Uh, about a week and a half ago for the Big Ten Tournament final in Minneapolis. So there's a real chance here. Uh, Last weekend was kind of a tale of two games. They played Colgate, score 11 goals, and, uh, you know, not overly surprising because it's the nation's top offense uh, that Michigan has, but that's the most goals uh, in an NCAA tournament game since 1961. Then it's a real struggle against Penn State, as you said. I mean, tons of Penn State fans there in Allentown. And, uh, you know, they were kind of carrying the play for quite a while, but couldn't get the scores uh, on the board. And then Adam Fantilli uh, ties one up. Mackie Samuskevich in overtime just 52 seconds in, just amazing. Uh, you know, you, you have the intermission, all the anticipation, and then 52 seconds later they're celebrating and going to the Frozen Four. So uh, this program, you know, has been here a bunch of times, uh, and they've really kind of raised their level. Lately, going to two straight now and uh, three out of the last, what, four or five. So it's pretty fantastic to watch. And you're right. I mean, and I was looking at this, too. Michigan is the only team in the last 10 years, only school, to have multiple college football playoff appearances, multiple Final Four appearances, and multiple Frozen Four appearances. Um, so you're kind of seeing that uh, that big three right there play out. And how about Michigan's toughness winning the Big Ten championship, like you mentioned, on the road in Minneapolis against the Gophers, and then, you know, being the overall number one seed, but the NCAA uh, doing everything they can to screw teams. Uh, they have to go to Allentown and basically a home uh, series or regional uh, for Penn State, and they take care of business there. I am wondering, maybe Ward Manuel, the Michigan Athletic Director, has to drop the contract offer firm of Snail and Turtle and start getting offers and deals done with coaches a little bit quicker. Yeah, I mean, there are, you, you see it already. There are some former players that have come out on Twitter and said, hey, what, what are we waiting for here? Let's get this guy or take the interim tag off and get him a real contract and become the full-time head coach. I would expect that to happen probably after the season. You know, maybe you don't want to mess up a good thing. Maybe you want to give him an extra, you know, some extra juice heading into the Frozen Four if you do take it off. Uh, that would be a thought, but... Uh, you know, you would think probably after the season. I know it's kind of the same situation as Texas basketball with Rodney Terry. Everybody's saying, take it off, take it off. And maybe they would have before the Final Four if they would have won yesterday. But uh, kind of a similar situation there. But I think he's going to be the guy going forward. The players love him. Uh, they were being asked about that last week, and they were all saying that 
he deserves it. Uh, he was talking about how he wouldn't want to coach anywhere else, so he wants to be here long term. And he's a young guy, but he's also you know feels like the right fit and the right guy to keep this train rolling. You know, one thing about Ward Manuel, he'll offer a deal to Mel Pearson in the middle of an investigation, but he won't take care of the new guy. Or Harbaugh can go beat Ohio State back to back years and off to another Final Four, but President Ono had to jump in. So maybe it's time for Santa, a little Christmas uh, in March, for Santa Ono to step in. I'll, I'll say this if Santa Ono has to step in on getting a deal done, with the interim Michigan hockey coach Narado, then uh, it's it's the end of the officially the end of the Ward Manual era as AD. Yeah, maybe <laughs> should we start following uh, Santa or turning on notifications for Santa's tweets about this one? I, I think um, you're right. I mean, things do move slow around here, definitely with a lot of the coaching stuff. Um, you know, and it's frustrating for a lot of Michigan fans. I know. It's not just former players and current players saying he deserves it. I mean, there are all sorts of fans coming out to follow Michigan hockey and say that, you know, he should be the full-time guy. So I, I would expect it to happen probably, uh, you know, in Michigan fashion, maybe a little bit slower than people would like, which is already kind of happening, but some point in the offseason. And we got to remember, too, Ward Manuel was involved when he worked here initially when he first got into athletic administration as the administrator for the hockey program. So he's really uh, tied close in here with the hockey program. So I think he'll do the right thing. Um, but yeah, probably given uh, Michigan's history here under Ward manual, a little bit slower than people would like. And uh, I guess that's fine if they get the right guy in the end, but uh, you definitely want to keep guys happy. You definitely want to have those relationships with the coaches and make sure that they're taken care of. To me, uh, I look at it and with no rhyme or reason with the Harbaugh situation and no rhyme or reason with Michigan hockey. I think if it's not Ward's guy, and if it's not something that he can fly his flag on, uh, he'll he'll slow play it. Uh, he'll create this angst, which is unnecessary. I just think it's poor leadership, poor management inside uh, the University of Michigan Athletic Department. So uh, let's move on from Michigan hockey. I'm looking forward to the Frozen Four down in Tampa. They'll take on Quinnipiac. I'm saying that right. It's a small school that really is only D1 in hockey. Well, I think they're D1. Are they D1 in basketball, too? I think they are. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think they are. They're one of the, like, Patriot, Colonial, I don't know, conference that you might yeah, see yeah. them pop up on, you know, championship week or something. So Michigan should win that. It should be Michigan, Minnesota. Oh, Boston University's pretty tough, so we'll see what happens. But they're in the Frozen Four. Uh, I read the Wolverine.com story, and Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, the sight sounds, uh, spring football, uh, some of you guys getting a chance to see what Michigan has. What was the first visual that the Wolverine.com team is getting from Michigan spring football off that loss to TCU? Yeah, well, unfortunately, we're not allowed in. But, uh, you know, they allowed us a glimpse in with some photos and things like that, so we rounded that up for an article, but also got some intel of, what practice uh, has been like, and, uh, you know, this is a pretty loaded team. They're a little bit injured this spring, so I think next Saturday's or this Saturday's spring game will be a little bit less exciting without Blake Corum, without Donovan Edwards, a couple guys on the offensive line that they'll hold out, and really anyone that has any sort of concern. Uh, they've been pretty cautious in the past with not playing them in a, in a game like that just because it doesn't have a whole lot of meaning. It's fun for the fans, but, you know, you don't want to get anyone banged up in that sort of setting. So, 
they're going to do that and then finish off with one more practice on Monday to kind of round things out after the spring game. But uh, the thing that stands out the most to me is the different combinations and the different options that Michigan has on the offensive line right now. You see uh, Raheem Anderson snapping at the center spot, Greg Crippen snapping at the center spot, but they also have a guy, Drake Nugent, who they brought in from Stanford, who uh, talking to you know people that uh, covered Stanford last year, they feel like he could be a Remington Award finalist type of guy this year. He's been limited in spring practice, but there's just so many young guys that have waited their turn that are also going to be pushing for playing time, like those two guys I mentioned throughout the offensive line. So we'll kind of see once things get healthy, or once they get healthier, you know, where things kind of shake out there. But plenty of good options for Michigan. Um, and then at linebacker, it looks like Junior Colson, a little bit banged up. We're told that it's not uh, super, um, you know, major or anything, should be good to go by fall camp, just something that they're cleaning up. So uh, that's a positive. But linebacker is another spot that they're really deep at. So it's going to give other guys opportunities. But I'm excited to watch Michigan. Uh, a little bit of football here in the spring on Saturday and kind of see where things are at and ex- just excited to, uh, you know, see the fans back in the big house. And, uh, you know, it should be decent weather, better than last year. I think highs are in the 50s. Uh, hopefully rain and snow holds off, but it uh, should be an exciting weekend in Ann Arbor. Clayton Safey with Weather on the Nines at the Wolverine.com. <laughs> Get the mobile Wolverine weather app with Clayton Safey, the Jim Cantori of the Wolverine.com team. He's joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Uh, the early enrollees, every year there seems to be a name or two where this guy could get playing time in the fall, just you know, came to school end of December, early January. Uh, with your intel you're getting from this year's Michigan spring football practices, are there any of those early enrollees who are making a big splash? Yeah, a couple guys at the wide receiver spot to start. Samaj Morgan, who's right out of West Bloomfield, so just down the road. Uh, has looked really good, as you would kind of expect. He's kind of a shorter guy, but uh, super quick out of his breaks and is extremely explosive once he gets the ball. Uh, high school football fans on the east side of the state know that pretty well, watching him over the last few years. But then the guy who's actually surprised, even the coaching staff that recruited him and was pretty high on him, is Frederick Moore, who was a three-star, a little bit more under-recruited guy out of Missouri. Uh, he's really impressed here in the early going and has kind of shown a little bit more than even they thought right away. So that's exciting for Michigan. Uh, Cole Cabana, kid out of um, Dexter, who people are excited about at the running back spot. He's going to be kind of a gadget type of guy where he can play uh, wide receiver, slot receiver, that sort of thing as well. Uh, He suffered an injury, so we'll see how serious that is, but that's disappointing because people wanted to watch him on Saturday. And I thought, you know, he has the best chance of maybe impacting in the fall if he's healthy, but at the corner spot as well, heard good things about Jair Hill, uh, one of Michigan's top-rated signees, four-star corner, uh, that they were able to land late out of the Chicago area. And then Cameron Calhoun, who had an interception on the first day of spring practice, uh, three-star corner out of Ohio State, or out of Ohio, was actually visiting Ohio State for the Michigan-Ohio State game and committed later that day to Michigan. Uh, but he had a pick on the first day of practice and has had a, you know some good plays throughout. So those guys generating a little bit of buzz. But frankly, when you look at the young guys on this team, they're not going to get a whole lot of opportunity uh, just because there's so much coming back. Michigan ranks fifth in the country in ESPN's returning production metric. And uh, we know all sorts of names that are, you know, that are coming back on this Michigan team. So that's going to allow those guys to learn behind some real veterans, keep that culture going. And when it's their time, 
you know, they're going to know what to do and how to lead and, you know, potentially how to win championships. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com checking in on the Meyer guest line. Clayton, uh, before I let you go, uh, J.J. McCarthy, uh, if he would suffer an injury, who's the next man up at QB for Michigan, not only this spring, but by the time we get to the fall? It's a great question. Uh, Two real options there between Jack Tuttle, who they brought in from Indiana, who's entering his sixth year, and we actually got to talk to him last week at a press conference. Super mature dude. I think he's a a huge ad for the quarterback room in terms of leadership. He was a team captain at Indiana. So uh, he's really – he came out on fire, Jim Harbaugh said, the first week of spring camp, and everything we've heard since then is that he's kind of taking hold, for now, of that number two quarterback job. And then Davis Warren, who they put on scholarship this offseason, was a walk-on previously. Uh, He was the star of the spring game last year, if you remember, throwing all around the yard and really impressing people. Uh, He also playing well, but uh, it's going to be between those two guys and uh, see what they're able to do. But we've also heard great things about what J.J. McCarthy's done. Looks a little bit different. Added about 10, 15 pounds. And uh, for people like you that want to see him run the ball more, I think that could help. Hold on, people. I'm the only guy that wants to see J.J. run more, Clayton. Thanks for the shot. I like you. (laughs) No. Not at all. I'd love to see it as well. I'm saying people like you. I know you've been vocal about that, um, and rightfully so. So I think that that's going to help him. And his teammates say that he's doing JJ. Uh, JJ's doing JJ things. Uh, a couple guys compared him to Patrick Mahomes. I'd maybe pump the brakes there, but hey, I mean, uh, from a college standpoint, he's got you know some of the skill set to get out and move and and throw on the run, those sort of things. So we'll we'll see how much run he gets on Saturday, but. I'd expect uh, him to maybe you know make a few big plays. And uh, Michigan working on bubble screens on the goal line, and also uh, uh, handing off to seldom used running backs in big games at the goal line. Uh, not sure. <laughs> Clayton, I love you, man. Good stuff. Great conversation. Michigan hockey in the Frozen Four, spring football. Michigan has their annual spring game uh, coming up on Saturday at the Big House. All the details and more on everything University of Michigan Athletics at thewolverine.com. Clayton Safey, pride and joy of the Safey family in Grand Rapids. They listen on our flagship station, 96-1, the game every day. The family gets together for some bubble pizza, and they listen. And when Clayton's going to be on, they invite neighbors. They do a block party. It's really cool. A little bit chilly today, but they'll be okay. We love you, Clayton. Love you, too. Thanks for having me, as always. Yeah, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. He doesn't know when I'm serious or when I'm just jacking with him. Yeah, he has no clue.